Alrighty, so we are back for another episode of Small Town Shut-Ins, and I guess this is a spooky TV show review is what we're going to call it. Yeah, spooky TV series, you know. Yeah, so um, Wes followed through on a promise, and he watched my favorite, The Haunting of Hill House. Yes, What'd I you did. think? Uh, what do I think? I mean, do you want to get, you want me like all right? First, first of all, this is this episode's obviously going to have spoilers in it. So, I mean, it's been out for what a couple of years now. I think it came out in twenty eighteen. Yeah. So I mean, it's been out long enough. If you have any intention of watching it, you know, like I still suggest watch it because it's hey, good. Look, I mean, I got to spoil it because I got to tell you why I don't like it. Okay understandable so you know and i gotta tell you why i do like it and this is my third time watching it all the way through so my my arguments still stand obviously okay so like instead of me just giving you like a five minute summary of why i don't like it let's just take it one step by one step let's start at the beginning here okay so you know what's the show about since you've seen it three times so I i know what it's about but i mean you can better describe it yeah. Give me give me like a brief opening of it. Don't go through the second, third, last stages. No, let's just start with from the beginning. So essentially there is this family. It's a mother and a father and they're five children. I had to count them all in my head real quick even though I know there's five obviously, but mother mother and father and their five children, they go to this place called Hill House because they the mom and dad are redoing the house. And this is set when, by the way, so we can... Like 90s. Early 90s. Yeah, early 90s. Like 91, I think, is what they said. Maybe. I think so. But yeah, set in the set in the early 90s and... Which I'll give them that. They, they, they did put in some little Easter eggs. I mean, whoever... Was it was in, very period whoever, correct. Like, whoever did, like, the set designing and shit, like, okay. I see you found, like... Yeah, it was some of it. Like correct. it wasn't everything because obviously it was an old house, and therefore mm-hmm. you're renovating. It's your typical like, we're gonna renovate this old fucked up house. V- very Amityville esque. Yeah, that's in a what way. I thought at first. I was like, man, this is this is gonna be like kind of you know, like not scary, but this is gonna be actually you know kind of good. But continue. And there's ghosts in this house, and like the. I think the biggest theme throughout the whole show, like, as you're seeing everything unfold episode by episode, you're left wondering, like, is the house really haunted, or are they just all fucked up in the head? Are they, do they all have some kind of mental illness? I feel like that's the biggest running theme throughout the whole show. Yeah, but we're not, we're not doing the whole show, we're doing the start of it. Well, what do you mean about the start of it? I mean, okay, the renovate, so what what happens, though? Like, you're, you're trying to go all the way to the end. So... What like? Okay, so they just move in. Okay, so what? Yeah. Like, what, what ends up happening is there like is there some weird shit that happens? I mean, come on, let's, let's talk about this. Like you said, there was ghosts. Okay, well, when did we first see a ghost? You first see a ghost in the first episode. Like you see ghosts throughout the whole time, and sometimes. What, you, what, what are you? What kind of ghosts are you seeing though? Who do you see? Like not like spoiling it, but like what what characters are you seeing? Uh, the the bitnick lady, like all the different ghosts there. There's she's my favorite, obviously. And we'll get into that. There's the bowler hat guy. He's there's my favorite. I don't like the bowler hat guy. I like him. I like to call him the tall man because the tall man. I like to call him that. Personally. Well, I'm well. I mean, he he is referenced in the show as being the tall man. 
Well, that he is the tall man. I, I must have. But but he is in in for credit's sake, he's the bowler hat guy. Well, for credit's sake, and suck my dick because I don't give a fuck. Okay, no, I'm, I'm joking. No, for real though, <laughs> he'll be the tall man. Okay, works okay, for it's me. My mic. He's the tall man. If you don't like it, get get one and bitch me out. But um. There's the guy at the clock. I don't think he had a name. They never really touched on it. But um, there's also this little girl named Abigail. But at the time, you know, she's not a ghost. Did you think she was a ghost? Up until the up until that point, before that point, I, I did, and then I'll mm-hmm. it, the clothing gave it away. Mm-hmm. It was like no, that's no because. The way she's being portrayed. You've seen her in the same outfit the whole fucking it's time. It's not even that. It's the simple fact of like looking at the clothing and being able to tell that that was newer mm-hmm. clothing, like newer age clothing. So it's like no, like how's how's the ghost gonna go to fucking forever eight eight or whatever the fuck it is, baby gap, wherever the fuck you know, Walmart, <laughs> wherever the fuck this kid getting the clothes at, yeah. you know, in the nineties, you know, the mall or wherever the fuck they went. Anyhow, the point of the matter is like she had a fucking like rainbow on her shirt, like. Dude, yeah, they didn't have that shit, you know, like, you gotta think how this house is and mm-hmm. these other ghosts you see. Like, mm-hmm. that's the one thing with the Bitnick lady, it makes you think this ghost is a certain, you know, error, but you find out later on that it's not, we'll get to it. I'm mm-hmm. not spoiling it. But the point of the matter is, though, like, for most part that I've seen, besides that one, you've seen, like, the old ghosts. Like, they're very old. Yeah. And it, it's kind of cool, but then it has, like, that, I don't know how to, like, say it, like, the way they make the ghosts look when they're all creepy and shit, it's just, it's very, like, I don't know, like, kind of gimmicky. Yeah. But once again, that's not my biggest grief with this whole thing is, and we'll get to that at the end, but... Yeah, there there is that stuff... That is one, definitely, that yeah. I'm just like... There is stuff in there that's obviously very gimmicky, like a lot of the creepy things that you see, which, of course, you know, I don't think they're creepy because that's just me. I've seen way creepier stuff, very unsettling stuff, but... To me, I think this show is very tame in that. Um, well, here's my question. I'm going to ask you this, and we're not spoiling anything. But we'll we'll come back to this argument or this question at the end, too, yeah. and, and ask it again. Do you feel like this was a horror series, or was it even really a horror series? Like, did it feel like it was a horror series that it made you feel like it, was, it wanted you to be? For people that are not... As well versed in horror, like I would think that we kind of are. Yes, for us, no. <coughs> Excuse me. I f- I feel like this is like, and and the thing is too, this story, the story of Hill House, is pulled from a book. And the book, I've only read bits and pieces of it, but it is a little bit more haunting than the show is. It's a little bit more unsettling. I mean, maybe, because, like, it's... Like, let's talk about the kids, okay? Let's talk about mom and dad. Mom, Mom's the architect. Uh-huh. Which is cool, you know. That's dad like, fixes things. Dad's the contractor. Yep. Which, you know, even better. I mean, yeah, your old lady can draw, but this motherfucker can actually fix shit, okay? Like, that's yeah. cool, you're gonna draw your forever home, bitch, but this motherfucker gonna build it for me, so I'm taking dad all day. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, you down to the older brother, the oldest brother. Stevie. Stevie. The one that Grandma says, you know, oh, you're not going to like him. And then I say, I like him. And then it's like, 
No, I him. had a feeling that you would. And then you're like, oh, he's he's an asshole. He's an asshole. You, but but then he has redeeming qualities. Okay, this guy's never has not once been an asshole the whole time. Okay, he was play, he was play he played the cards he was dealt. Okay. Point blank. That's. I mean, out of all the kids that had skeletons in their fucking closet, you know, he was the least least skeletalized. But he didn't. He didn't know what he had seen and he like he said you know toward the end of it he put up a wall and he blocked everything out but he called out everybody else in his family for the things that they saw and the things that they experienced but no he's the perfect child he was a dick he wasn't a dick he was like look you know this is what my family witnessed what we witnessed but i you know subconsciously you know what do you call that? Like, like rejected it or whatever, I guess, you know? Like, yeah, pushed he, it at the bottom he, of his brain. He built a wall yeah, and he didn't want to deal with I, it. I was trying to sound more smarter than that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Point of the fucking matter is, <clears throat> it's still not justifiable to call him a dick because, once again, he was a young kid when all this happened and stuff. And that's, and that's what you, you do find out in the beginning, okay? So, like, they go to rent this house. They stay there for what, like, it seems like, what, a week, I think? Yeah, they went. They went there. And this the all s- transpires in what, like seven days. I, I I would say roundabout, maybe. For the sake of it, let's just do seven days. <laughs> I think all in out, they were probably there for a month because they were supposed to be there for two months. But they said it. He said it. Remember, he, he had talked. The oldest brother had talked about it to the to the lady that he was helping out at the beginning. Oh yeah, the the lady, uh, <laughs> the super fan with the with the husband. The yeah, and the husband and that was thing, in the ceiling. But, but we'll get to that because we got we'll get to everybody's profession here in a second. Willow, come over here and play with your toy, or Zeta's gonna beat your ass. Get away from the Zeta pit. Zeta will tear you up. She's in her bean bag. You you do not mess with <laughs> Zeta in her fucking bag here. Zeta's queen. I mean, for once, she's not being a fucking raging bitch herself. So I mean, don't. Yeah, I know. Her. But anyhow, okay, so. <clears throat> Anyhow, so basically what happens is, like, you find out that shit goes wrong, <coughs> and the only people that come out of it is the dad and the children. Yep. You, don't, you know something happens to the mom, but you're not really sure at this point, because it takes, like, I think halfway through the season, I think, for you to... Yeah, every, every a episode, a little, a little bit more is shown from a bit. that night. And, um, also, too, another thing the show likes to do is it likes to go back and forth in time. Mm-hmm. After watching it all the way through, I still think you could have justified not doing that. I think, to me, that's... I'm not going to use the excuse, oh, well, it's... Excuse me. Sorry for the people at home. (laughs) But anyhow, I don't think... I'm not trying to, like, cop out and say, like, oh, well, it's confusing or, you know, shit like that. No, it's not. It's not the fact that it's confusing. It's just... You don't like to circle back. I don't because I feel like... When you're literally playing the same scene over and over and over, like, it, it gets annoying fast. Like, you're wasting credit time here. That's just me. Like, the way they transition to scenes, because they'll take a scene, and they give you a chunk of it in one episode, and then in the next episode, they play that whole fucking scene out, literally with that chunk put back in. That I feel like that is one one slight issue I could agree with you on. And that's... I, I don't mind the circle back, I'm going to build this fucking... Uh, mountain out of this molehill with here and that's 
another thing I didn't I didn't care for is the runtime of a lot like the whole like the runtime of these episodes like I felt like they were way too fucking long. There was so much that didn't get put in there, or maybe I just missed out. But I felt like ninety percent of the time I was paying attention. Like when I felt like, and and, and you can call me you know a hypocrite and all you want, but like the scenes that I felt like that mattered the most, I felt like I was missing bits and pieces of something that is literally in the title, and that's Hill House. Mm-hmm. Now I know what you're gonna say. Well, you know they did talk about. No, here's the thing. We can refer back to what we said at the start too about ghosts. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of history on a lot of these fucking ghosts that were there, to my knowledge. I mean, I mm-hmm. can go back, or maybe that's something that they explored more in the book and cut out of the show. What, whatever, I don't, you know, how you want to use it. But still, the simple fact is, you, I, to me, there was like so many fucking ghosts, especially there. And you didn't that, find out more about the ghost. Yeah, like I didn't. You know, mm-hmm. you find out about a couple, and then it's like, and then the one like you kind of find out about, it's like. It's such a lame-ass fucking ghost. Like, the old lady? Mm-hmm. Fucking lame, dude. I'm sorry, but she was, like... God, like... A waste of a ghost, man. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> say. Like, a waste of a fucking ghost. I mean, you can bitch about the younger one all you want and have your points and arguments, but at least... At least she was more entertaining than her. I think, and I, and I could be wrong, but, like, she... The old lady, she kind of hinted on it a little bit, but I think in the book they go more in depth about the past families that were there, which includes like Poppy and the old lady and the boy in the wheelchair and the tall man. Yeah, man, my, my tall man. Pop- that Poppy killed all word. of Poppy killed all of them. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say if I didn't know. I'm just kidding. No, one is, though. That motherfucker didn't say one word. I'll spoil it here. One word throughout the whole fucking series, but he still rocked it better than that old lady, and I'll stand on this hill. I, I, I can agree with you on that. I mean, you're not going to agree with me when I even get even more about how he is my favorite. Well, the bitneck lady is my favorite. See, I just... She's right there, just barely above Poppy. It's barely so above Poppy. heartbreaking. It is, but it's another thing that it's just... It's so dumb, like... It could have been a whole different situation and then could have just repeated itself and I would have been like, okay, I'll take it for that. I'll take it at that face value. But the fact that we'll jump back into the whole time thing. Uh-huh. That was another thing. Like, this, like, is this a horror movie or is this a time show movie? Okay, is this Doctor Who, like, horror edition? Because actually, <laughs> I prefer the horror shit when Doctor Who does it over this shit. And at least it makes more sense time-wise. Because another thing that threw me off is like... Your favorite fucking character, and I'll go ahead and I'll spoil it now because I feel like we're halfway through it. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, so so you know, again, toward toward the beginning, you know, it's all good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um. So you know, you see, you see something bad happens in the house, but again, you don't really know what has happened yet. But you also see Nellie, and she is the youngest sister, and she keeps calling the different members of her family telling them that she's worried about her twin brother luke and she finally calls her dad because like her her siblings like they have their own lives and like they really aren't concerned with her right now and she calls her dad and ultimately she goes to hill house and she quote unquote kills herself so then they all have to come together and then we start seeing bits and pieces 
and a lot of time and circle back and whatever you want to call it starts to tell the story and you see like she didn't kill herself house killed her yeah yeah i mean she did but she did but she didn't yeah I mean, and that's and that's another thing. Like you're you're ta- you're you're kind of taunted with the whole time. Like, is it the house or is it the people? And mm-hmm. you've asked me that question. I didn't say anything because I, I guess I didn't have a good answer. Like until like finishing it and then actually finding finding that answer. And it's both. It, it was both for me. It was like. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with you on that. Look, okay, the house wouldn't have been the problem if the mom would have been the way she was she cracked yep. man she fucking cracked mm-hmm. granted it was the house that played played it but still mm-hmm. she cracked exactly and here's another thing is that w- we'll talk about that in a little bit because i don't want to go ahead and spoil that okay because it's, it has to do with the room mm-hmm. and the red room yeah and the fact that you told me something but it wasn't true because when i actually watched it at least i didn't see it but we'll discuss it in a minute okay anyhow yeah, Peepee's getting his his loves on. So if you hear motor, if you can hear him purring, you know it's just Peepee. Yeah, he had to get on me when I was in there. Tr- I mean, when I was trying to listen to her, freaking drop my shit and try to pick it up, and he jumps in my lap. I'm like, mother. And now he's now he's in my lap for once. I'm yeah, surprised. He's thirsting. That's what it is. He is. But anyhow, so you know, you find out she kills herself, but then you find out like what everybody kind of does, like the siblings. You, all right. So, the oldest, he's a, a, a book writer, struggling book writer, doesn't hit it big until he foretells all the stories of his siblings yep. and, and what happened that night and shit and all that. So, he, he basically did that and then went and does the same thing. And did the mental health spin on it, that they were all crazy. Yeah. That the house wasn't haunted, it was the family. I mean, but it was, like I said, it still has a strong indication that they were crazy. Mm-hmm. Or they are crazy. But, once again, though, going back to it, so he ends up doing that, he spawns off a bunch of shit. Well, then you drop down to the the oldest daughter. Shirley. Shirley, and she's a, um, a funeral director, mm-hmm. basically, and then... A mortician. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, funeral director, mortician, yeah. I mean, she owns... Yeah, she owns the funeral home, she does the bodies, and, you know, here lately she's been, you know... Basically, giving free funerals. Mm-hmm. And then she's the been other, having too many charity cases. And then you got the other daughter, Theo. Theo, which is lesbian. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, that part really didn't bother me. I just, I didn't like her character because I don't know. She just didn't really. She, she had she wasn't. She wasn't likable for me, and that had nothing to do with her sexuality either. I'm just saying, like, you know, that's that, that's her character. I mean, yeah, they, they made it a point to. To make sure that everybody knew she was, you know, gay. So, mm-hmm. there you go. I'm making sure everybody at home knows, whether you've seen it or not, that this character's gay. So, yeah. You know, I'm doing and my part. And she, ha- she has a touch. Like, if she touches anybody, she can tell everything. Yeah, she has a gift, basically. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, all the women have a gift, apparently, too, as well. Mm-hmm. Which we could touch on in a little bit. But, but basically, you have her, and she turns into a psych doctor, and, like... You know, Jess said she touches shit and she has like super, you know, feelings and can, and can see shit. And she's all that a, other she's stuff. a child psychiatrist, to yeah. be specific. Yeah, there you go. And then you have the youngest one, 
which is the youngest two. Oh yeah, the youngest two because they're twins. Well, I was gonna say the, the youngest daughter, which is yeah. you know the one that ends up killing herself, little Nell. Mm-hmm. And My then you favorite. Have the, Little Lukey, which is, you know, her twin, mm-hmm. which turns out to be a drug addict and shit. So it's like, for the f- most part, the family's doing okay, but then you got, like, the black, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you got... Luke's the black sheep, He's, he's pretty cre- much. Yeah, he's clearly, like, seen as the black sheep, and mm-hmm. then, you know, his twin goes and, and kills herself in the house and shit. Mm-hmm. Or the house kills her, should I say. Yeah. But at this point, you're led to believe that it's a suicide, like her mother was. But then again, we'll, we'll revert back to it here. Yeah, again. we'll circle back like they because do. Because you say, you know, <laughs> you would say the house killed herself. I say she killed herself. Even if the house was a part of that killing, I still say it was her. Which we'll get back to. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I, I could mean, see it's, that. It's one word, but anyhow, um, so like you, you find this shit out. Well, then like you're finding all this stuff out. And then it's going back to when they're kids. And it's all leading up to the final night. To the final night that you mm-hmm. see, like, the oldest, you know, get picked up by the dad. Because he's got all the other kids in the car. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking trying to get out of there. And they're they fleeing the, the yeah, home. they're fleeing the home. And they're trying to leave their mom. And, you know, he, the dad ends trying to go back to her. And by the time he gets back to her, she kills herself. But the point of the matter is... He should have went back and got her. He should have, but, you know, she shouldn't have done what she did either. No, she shouldn't have. But so, again, we'll get know. into that. So, like, you're seeing all this shit. You're seeing all these, all this ghost, me. all this ghosty, ghosty with the mosty action going on. Which, I mean, I've seen a lot better. But once again, I could say I'm biased when it comes to like paranormal shit. So, yeah, like, you already, you touched on that before. You're not not a big paranormal guy. But I feel like you know my arguments with that and other episodes could be easily. Um, you know, go ahead, like, make half, make, not half, but make some of the arguments I have with, like, the whole paranormal aspect of this show, so we're not going to really touch on that. Yeah. Because, like I said earlier, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't really care for the ghosts, and I didn't like how we didn't have backstory with some, and how some got backstory in screen time that shouldn't have, and that the OG himself, the the tall man, aka the polar hat, like, come the fuck on, man, that man deserved more, okay? He basically <laughs> Nick Cage that fucking movie. Okay, if this has any kind of credibility, it's because of him. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Why? You're just all the time you're thinking, like, what's so fucking special about him? This motherfucker levitated but still used a cane. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty G Fuck move. Top that, motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, if he ain't got fucking gangster in his lean, I don't know what, you know. <laughs> but anyhow, getting back to the ghost and back to mm-hmm. my point with the big dink lady. So, like... The youngest star goes and kills herself. You're like, oh, fuck. How'd she do it? Well, she goes and hangs herself. Oh, fuck. What does that mean? That means she's the bitnik lady. The whole time I'm bitching about time travel and shit. Like, apparently, like, ghosts are fucking... The house is making these ghosts, like, time travel or predict their future. And, like, that's another thing, like, I didn't really understand either. Like, was this fucking house, like, a TARDIS from hell? I mean, if and you why? if you want to, if this you house so fucking evil, like what the fuck made it so evil? I I think. I mean, can I read this guy's book? Because I feel like I'll get more information out of the fucking house. Than it's I a lady, Shirley Jackson wrote the book. I have it. Now I was talking about like in the show, like you know. Oh, <laughs> oh, you want to read Stevie's book? Yeah, I, read Stevie's I thought book. you wanted to read the real book. I might have to read the fucking Cliff Notes. Fuck. Mm-hmm. 
Because, like, it just, that was another big thing with me. Spoiler, like, to me, like, unless, you know, somebody can correct that in the show, like, the ten fucking episodes, the ten hour plus fucking episodes, I didn't find out, like, what made the house truly evil. Like, like what was the backstory? How did this start? I, th- I think I think what it is is what made the house so evil because, you know, they keep the mother especially, you know, keeps talking about how a house is like a like a human and the walls are its bones. And then you've got the heart and you've got the stomach and yippee piata. I I think wherever it tr- wherever the because obviously there's ghosts in the house. This is just my theory, and again, it may be in the book, it may not be, I'm not really sure. But you've got all these ghosts in this house, so you've got to assume that at some point in the history of Hill House, some evil was done, and it basically tarnished this house and made it haunted. And because of that, the house itself was hungry, and it craved more destruction, and it craved more death. So, because of the haunts of this house, whoever steps foot in it, like, it plays on, it plays, it pulls those mental strings. It picks on people that are mentally weak. So, you're trying weak. to tell me that this house got created by somebody just creating bad shit in it. Yeah. Evil spirits, man. I can understand that, but once again, it wasn't in the episode, it wasn't in the fucking show, so I'm, I'm not going to discredit your opinion because I like that. Because mm-hmm. you did what the show could, and you gave me a fucking explanation on the spot. So, you know, you get a gold, gold fucking star, man. Well, thank you. Right? I, I mean, I j- the way that I viewed it, that's exactly I mean, what I think. That makes more sense to me than me trying to fucking figure it out. Because that was one thing I just, I, I didn't really care for it. Because, I mean, lo and behold, even at the end of the show, like, that the house is fucking haunted. It is, and the house is evil. But here's the yeah. thing, like. I mean, you could argue that it picks on weak people or it weak, picks on the... Mentally Not mentally un- stable. Yeah, yeah mentally unstable. Apparently, like, for some reason, the mom the mom was. Yeah. Which is, is a weird thing to me. Like, you never really see it either until, like, all of a sudden, like, she just fucking just, like... I, I, I don't know, like... They always say people again, that though, are the happiest have the most demons. But then again, though... Like, and that's another thing, too. Like, she was crazy from the start. Whether she had gifts or not, she was clinically insane. Like, the sun was right with that. Mm Mm-hmm. She was fucking loco. Well, I mean, she she told the story about when she was little, too. About when her dad died, and I think that really fucked her up. And therefore, I think she, it obviously continued with her, and then seeing what she sees in the house, and like, whatever presence is in that house is picking apart her brain and pulling her deepest fear and that's that her fucking kids are gonna die yeah by futuristic in it like fucking mm-hmm. time traveling I mean, that's another thing like <coughs> projecting it and it actually happened like it'd been cool if it would have like projected it in a way and then it ended up happening a different way uh huh but the fact that like she pro- you like the whole time, like you're seeing this shit. Like, I guess, I guess whoever fucking the chick that wrote this book, I, I'm assuming is the one that started this whole fucking fiasco. Like, whoever had the heart on to do it this way, like, I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of. Like, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That I mean, was, it's like that was, bit, I believe, that on, was a Mike Flanagan thing. But it's on like steroids, though. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, 
it, it, to me, and it doesn't. Now let, let let me ask you this. So I understand that you d- didn't like the circling back around and like seeing one thing and then coming back another episode and it shows you what you what you didn't see but was actually happening yeah if those scenes would have been cut just like a tad bit shorter just like picked up on the end of the scene i figured that would because but in that aspect i can agree with you let's use this though too let's use okay like when when she sees the fucking sees her daughter on the fucking corner table that actually ends up happening her youngest you know when yeah when she sees Nell on the fucking table like it literally fucking happened like it's cool but then again i don't know what I mean. like it's it's like it it's like nothing was changed of it like it just drove her more into insanity and it's like how did i don't know it the, just, the whole thing the whole thing with the mother the mother saw future things that were going to happen and she let that cloud her judgment because again the how the house is playing on her brain and she's not thinking realistically like yes i'm getting shown this but if if something changes that doesn't happen yeah and that was the whole thing about it too like you know the mom gets left there i guarantee you that if once the dad got all the kids out into the car and he went right back in there and got her and carried her out to the car everything would have been fine and dandy and they would have lived happily ever after no well she would have got help but she would have not been in that house she might as well have been dead she was going after them though she would have been locked away for a long time and the kid would still been a junkie It, it still wouldn't have worked out but even still... She like, did what she did. Yeah, I know. And she's not getting away with that. Yeah, she did gonna, something very bad. She's going to be in fucking a paddy wagon for like the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. If not behind bars. Like, there's yeah. no happy ending. And like... Uh, there's there's no fixing it. That, that uh, I'm sorry I hate to like shit on your argument here, but like, literally, that's, that's going to be the same outcome. Like, I actually applaud them not using that method because... Yeah, I mean, the- theoretically, that... You know, what I said could have happened, but, I mean, ultimately, it wasn't going to. She done made her choice, but, like, the thing with Nell, Nell could have not let herself play into her uh, her mental unstableness, being mentally unstable. If Nell hadn't have let herself be controlled by her mental illness, she wouldn't have done what she did either. No, she wouldn't have. She could have she gone a, a different way. Yeah, Remember she. I said yeah, earlier, she word, made a choice. choice. She made a fucking choice. Just Luke like, made just, a choice. Just like mom made a choice. Mm-hmm. Mom did the same thing. The, the mom did the same fucking thing. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. you can't sit here and, and argue against me on that one. Like that's what started this whole thing. Like, yes, the house was evil, but like her just fucking like she fucked everything up. She put everything in motion. Mm-hmm. She did. And you're sitting there wondering, you're like, if, you're like, why, why, why would you do all this? And it's like, like, I don't get it. It's like because you're, you're learning all this shit, you're finding all this crazy shit out about the house. You're, you're still, you're still wondering what's in the red room. Yeah, because there's this red fucking room that nobody can get in. And we don't even really know if the room is red or not. They call it the red room because it's a red door. Nobody yeah. can find the key, but somebody's in that room. Every time they've tried to get in that room, somebody's in there. You can see it. Yeah, exactly. But then you find out that what that is. And that is? That is everybody has been in the red room. 
But what is the red room? The red room is the stomach of the house. Yeah. It's 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 hard for me to explain. How 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 would you see it? I don't know how like you want to talk about how like it's the stomach of the house. Like I understand that, but like to explain what the room is, it's basically like I like to. I mean, it's the stomach, but to me, I feel like it's the brain because it's what mm. you know manipulates everything. Because it's a manipulative. It's That's a manipulative good. room. It shows you what you want to see. Yeah. Because everybody's encounter yeah. with the red room has been different, but. Did Daddy ever get in the red room? No. Until the end? No. No. So it wasn't everybody's red room. It was everybody that was fucked up. Maybe maybe all the mental illness came from the mom's side of the family, and Dad was okay, and for whatever reason, like, he never, you know, he was constantly fucking with the house and shit and, and fucking with the family that he And never, always busy. He never sought refuge in the red room. Mm-hmm. It never would open to him because it couldn't fucking manipulate him. Ooh, I never thought about that, but that's good. That's about one of the only good good things from it. Like, like that's dad, really for good. The most part was like you find out like he did everything he could. I mean, mm-hmm. like it, and he was such a great character. He was. I really enjoyed the dad, the the young version and the older version. And I I kept for I kept forgetting that it wasn't the same person. Like they they did a really good job getting the older guy to play him as older. Like they looked very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, like, Stevie's Stevie's red room was a game room. And Nellie's was a toy room. Theo's was her dance studio. What was... What was oh, Shirley's was a family room. Luke's was the tree house. And the mom's was a reading room. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I never really thought about that before. About the dad not having his room. Because, like you said, he was always busy, so he yeah, and he, he didn't fall too, victim like the, to that. Yeah, the dad, like he saw the ghosts, yeah, but like he never, he never spiraled into the madness that. I just want to know how after the incident. <laughs> I just want to know how he was able to get in the red room that night. That's what gets me, because that night he he got in there and pulled Nellie and Luke out. But not Abigail. No. Poor, poor little Abigail. She was real all along. Yeah, and I mean, come to find out, she was the people we hadn't even talked about, and that's the caretakers. I really enjoyed them, too. Still. I didn't, I didn't. I felt like their characters were, at best, mediocre. Okay. They were, they were annoying for the most part. Like, Willow. Like, the lady, like, wouldn't, you know, she would get to talk, and I'd just kind of tune out because... She, she was kind of annoying, and then the and then the guy like he was like pulling a horse. Fucking, he was pulling like he pulled like a fucking Josh. Like he just tried to tell you something, and you know like that would take thirty seconds, and, and it spills it out in five minutes. Like you know, like yeah, you find out about certain details or whatever that may play later on, but still, for the most part, it's like dude, you're fucking boring, or like you're not. You don't make me feel for these characters, like, at all. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing, like, with this whole family, like, for the most part, it's like, I see it. Like, you know, you're led to believe, like, it, it feels like it could be just straight mental illness, and then you find out, to me, it's both. It's not just fucking, it is. you know, the ghost or the house. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking mental illness and the ghost that, have, you know. They play on their yeah, illnesses. They're feeding off of it. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, yeah, the house is feeding. It's feeding off your fucking mentally unstable yep. ass. Mm-hmm. And for whatever fucking reason, like, the caretakers, you know, I guess because they never went, went hung out after dark or whatever, they, you know. They knew something wasn't right with that house, and they told them, told the mom and dad multiple times, that's why we don't come out here at night. Like, something is bad about this house. But, again, they never would elaborate. But, I mean, they did find a dead body in the wall. Remember that? Yeah, they did. And well, he bricked himself in. Yeah. He built up a wall. <laughs> but, anyway, I mean... You probably thought they, it was a good idea at first. Yeah. But, I mean, th- they they knew. They, they knew. They're and, like, of course, you know, they don't tell people that. Especially... You know, like the mom and dad, they're not going to tell them, yeah, there's been deaths in this house. Yeah, there's been many. Because there has been many, and that's why there's so many ghosts. Yeah. Willow. Get out of her butt. Get out of the cords. Willow, come play with your toy. Fucking around here. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, we're just watching this. Yeah. This fuck off fest here, you know. Willow and Vera just loving each other. Be back, gentle. Back to the uh, the story at hand. Yes. And I mean, like I said, so you're constantly going back and forth, you know, and then you're learning pieces by pieces. So, like, finally, the final episode, you finally, like, well, it's like the ninth episode, I think you see pretty much the whole night, and then the last yep. episode, you see what's in the red room. Mm-hmm. Because as this, like, shit's going on, you know, in present time, basically, you're left with, you know, the siblings, and they're trying to bury... The fucking youngest at the fucking oldest daughter's fucking, you know, uh, fucking funeral home and shit. And then, like, I don't know, they're, like, dealing with issues and, you know, there's a scene where, like, fucking, um, um, the, the psych chick ends up trying to, like, mack on, uh. Her sister's husband. Yeah, her sister's, Shirley's husband and shit. And so, you know, like, that's a big scandal. Then you come to find out later on that, like, the chick that, you know, that's husband, she actually fucked around on him yep. and actually went further into she, that. She wasn't as innocent as yeah. she was made out to be. She, she was a fucking, like, came off as, like, a, as a straight-up cunt. Yeah, I, I never liked Shirley work. either. Yeah, like, she's a straight bitch. I mean, you know, like, not a big char- fan of her, not a big character of, you know, the middle child sister, whatever, the psych girl, not a big fan of her... The little one not really cared for her either. The the Luke, I mean, he was a twat as a child. He was a fucking junkie as a older dude. So like, I had no pity for him at all. Sorry, <laughs> he's precious. And then the oldest, you know, it's like, hey, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not saying I'm in love with this character, but I'm like, he's one he's I a can, realist. Yeah, he's the one I can tolerate the most. Mm-hmm. And then the dad, you know, mm-hmm. like the dad and him, like probably my two solid characters. Yeah. The rest of them, they're all fucking insane. They're all okay. fucked up in some way. I'm not going to deny that. And the that. thing about it is, too, another thing is, like, it, it leads you to not believe because, like, this whole time they keep seeing, like, ghosts or having, like, flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, especially with, like, Shirley, like, she kept seeing that guy. It's like, oh, you're seeing a ghost of your past mistakes. And that's the thing, like, everybody keeps talking about this whole fucking series is their mistakes and shit. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Like, man, this is kind of solid. And then it gets deeper and deeper. And you're like, wait. This is supposed to be a horror movie, and at the very end, it turns into a fucking Hallmark classic, and it just like I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm fucking done. Like, you, 
had me on a show that was okay, and then at the end, you just went full on, like, you made Disney look hardcore, okay? You made Disney look like they're fucking putting out Green Inferno with that ending. I'm sorry. Like, it was the weakest, most oddballish shit I'd ever seen in a horror movie, like, or horror series, should I say. But they, they beat their demons. You don't beat your demons in a horror anthology series or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Show, movie, you're not supposed to. That's the thrilling of horror. This is fucking psycholo- the, the psychological of Hill House with mm-hmm. some Hallmark sponsored by Lifetime at the very end. I don't, I don't think it's Hallmark. Oh, it felt so fucking Hallmark at the end. No. Go ahead, tell them, tell them how the end, tell them how to end so we can, we can really get into why I don't like this. I mean, I've already given you a, a lot of reasons as as we've gone on, but I mean, like, the ending just, it, it it cemented it. It was the topping of the shit cake. I mean, this ain't, this was trash. This whole fucking series was trash. And we don't do trash right now. We're on the small town This studies. is my beloved Hill House, This though. is fucking trash. This is mainstream trash. No. It, that's how it made you Girls. feel the whole fucking time. Girls. Because it was like, okay, it could be way better. And then the ending, it was like, what the fuck is this? Let's have a feel-good fucking jerk-off fest at the very end. Like, no. That's not how this shit works. You don't get to make it all fucked up and then have a happy ending. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean you, got, you got me on the spot because just like, I, I just, I adore this series so very much. Well, are you against me? Come on. You have a mic. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I've, I've said it before, too. Like, I... I thrive on psychological horror. Willow, get back in here. Willow. Thank you. I thrive on psychological horror, and I feel like this is exactly what that is, because it plays into mental illnesses and a lot. until the ending. Like, if we could just... All right, well, well, well like, if you want to argue there, we'll take away the ending. But I'm, I'm arguing the ending, though, because everything else, yes, it played on... Did you want illness. Luke to die in the house instead of the dad? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the whole shit with the fuck, the shit that made you tear up. So you want to talk about why I cried? Oh, we can talk about that. Again. That and like, and like it, what first started, okay, what first started is when you find out what actually happened that night. So basically kids are sleeping mom's supposed to be gone and here's another thing just like her fucking youngest daughter she decides to be a st- stupid and go back to the fucking house because yep. she's so manipulated by the fucking house she was supposed to go stay with her sister i mean fuck i'm sitting here trying to like i was you know i was praising her at the beginning but Ladies. damn you know maybe you would have put down a pencil and picked up a hammer lady you wouldn't have fucking tripped out i'm kidding guys well, I'm, kidding. Uh, I'm not joking about mental illness but Seriously, though, like, I don't get it. Like, she fucking, she, she had a way out. Like, she had the chance. Yeah, and she listened to the house. And she went back. And, again, like, the whole. If she would have got on a fucking plane, that was the thing. Like, if she would have got on a plane, yep. that went back to the whole fucking tale and all this other bullshit. None of it would have ever happened. It probably wouldn't have happened. The house would have lost some of the grip. Yep, the house would have realized it couldn't win. It could have, but well, the house it knew. It, the house knew it could win because, yeah, because it knew it knew how it knew weak how the mom it. was. Yeah, super She'd weak. been there way too long. She'd had too much influence. But still, 
she made she the choice. Goes, go right back to the house, which started this whole turn of events. So she goes back to the house, unbeknownst to everybody. And Shirley's the first one that sees her because Shirley gets up because she's hungry. Yeah. In the middle of the night, she gets up, she's hungry. She comes down there, and mom's got a little tea set. And I mean, the first fucking shot, you see the rat poison. They don't show it up close, but you see it, and you know something is not right. And she basically says, you know, everything's fine. You know, I'm okay. You need to go back to bed. So mom takes the tea set and she goes upstairs and she goes into the room where Nellie and Luke are. And there's somebody else in the bed. And earlier when mom had left or she was leaving to go to her sister's, Luke asked her and see, at this point, everybody thinks... Abigail is Luke's imaginary friend. And he asks as she's leaving, can Abigail have a sleepover? Yeah, sure, that's fine. So when she goes up there, there's somebody in Luke's bed and Luke's in the floor. And it's Abigail. And it's at that point when you realize, oh, she isn't a ghost, she's real. Yeah. So then the kids... Are basically like you know like mom like you know we thought you were leaving and she's like oh no you know I'm fine I've come back home we're we're gonna have a surprise tea party Willow go lay down please thank you so yeah they're gonna have a tea a tea party in the red room so yep. like you know so continue I'm saying you know yeah they're gonna have it they're gonna have a tea party in the red room and she tells Abigail that she can join. So, mom and the three children, they start leaving out of that room to go to the red room. In the meantime, Shirley goes and dad is asleep on the couch and he's obviously having a nightmare. And he... What the hell is that? It's a cat's fucking the bowl. Oh. Um... He's having a nightmare, and he, you know, keeps saying, like, no, Liv, no, 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 no. And he's, like, really freaking out. Well, Shirley wakes him up, and she mentions the mom being there, and he's like, no, she left. And she's like, no, I just saw her in the kitchen, and she didn't look right. So, Dad gets up, and what, where did he tell Shirley to go? Did he tell her to go back to her room or something? Yeah, I believe so. He said something like, go back to bed or some shit. Yeah. So he goes looking for her, and he finds her. And in the meantime, you know, they're up there having the tea party in the red room. Mom pours each one of them a glass. Oh, he goes to the kitchen, and he finds the rat poison. So and it's he sees a, that the white, the mom's home because her belongings yep. are there. Mm-hmm. So he immediately goes and starts looking for her. And she's pouring each of the kids a cup of tea, and she's like, yeah, you know, it's still hot, da 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 da, da. You're going to wake up. You're going to wake up. Yeah, you know, like once you drink it, you know, you're going to wake up and everything is going to be fine. And the first one to drink it, because each of them have their little cups and they keep blowing on it. Luke first and Nelly. The first one to drink it is, is the one you is find Abigail. out ghost, so she becomes the ghost. Yeah. Little Abigail drinks it. She starts seizing foaming at the mouth well, of course she would i mean she's drinking yeah. rat poison i mean you know she's she woke up yeah she she woke up all right and you know I dad mean, you know mom jim jones that shit she did willow hold on she's got paper you don't need paper you have a toy a perfectly good toy ow my foot 
Anyways, so like that part I didn't have a problem with. I mean, when she Jim Jones, I was like, okay, all right, fine, then that's kind of cool. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh shit, this kid, this kid's dying. I'm like, oh, I already know who this kid is, and then you find out the kid is obviously the caretaker's kid. I mean, yep. who else would it fucking be? Because I mean, they had I mean, mentioned how fucking perfect could it be though? Yeah. I mean, you like, wake up your kid first. Well, I mean. <laughs> I mean, like, go, the first time I ever watched a show, going through it and, like, seeing Abigail and everything, like, I automatically assumed that was their child. I knew it. I didn't know she was real, though, because they mentioned... Yeah, they mentioned before they that had... That they had lost a child. 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 Yeah. But that they had another daughter, and they didn't allow her at the house. And, you know, looking back at it and everything, it should have been a dead giveaway because Luke only saw her in the woods. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Never saw her in the house. But he saw her in the treehouse, and we found out the treehouse wasn't real. This is true. So that must mean So he must that have been seeing her out the window out of the red room. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But anyway, so Dad makes it up there. He gets in the red room. The door is open. Who that wind? Um, and he throws his wife up against the wall. And he grabs the kids and they leave. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, fuck. I mean, she just murdered a fucking kid. I mean, clearly yeah. you can see a dead kid there clear as a day. I mean, yeah. a kid that he didn't... I mean, did he know was there? I don't know. No, he saw her. No, I'm saying beforehand. What do you mean? Like, he didn't... No, he didn't remember because he passed out on the couch. So, he could have passed out and Abigail could have came over and they'd been none the wiser. No, but he, when he went to the red room, he no, saw. I'm saying he did, but I'm saying before that, before she died, before she came over for the sleepover. Oh, because remember, she, he just asked mom. He didn't. He, never, he didn't know if he asked dad or not. Remember. But dad was there when he, she asked, or when he when Luke asked. The whole family was there. Oh, remember? remember? Well, actually, we do find out because she snuck out. Remember? Mm-hmm. Find out she she did snuck out in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. That's why they were looking for her. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, Which, you meant her parents. Yeah. But yeah, they came... And that's, once again, once again, this kid would have didn't wouldn't have died if she wouldn't have fucking snuck out. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing here. This whole, whole show can tell you something. It's choice here. Everybody made a choice that's dead at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, they've all made choices. Mm-hmm. But continue. So he takes the kids and they take off and... You know, he says that he's going to go back for the mom. And when he goes back, mom's on the floor. Dead. She's eating fucking granite, man. Mm-hmm. Marble. <laughs> She's doing. Yeah. She's got a fucking face full of splat. And he... Th- you, you see, too, like, the aftermath before you see what actually happened that night. You know, throughout the whole show. And dad has always been very secretive... As to what happened when he went back to the house. And you see him talking to police and everything. Police are very suspicious of him. Because he waited like three hours before he called. And, you know, watching it again too. Well, you know, first time I watched it, you know, you're wondering those questions too. Which I'm sure you wondered those questions too. Like, why did it take him three fucking hours? Like, did he really sit there and hold his wife's dead body for three hours before he called? Nope. No, he did not. 
excuse me, because when, you know, obviously he went back and everything, you know, her dead body is there and he's sitting there holding her and mourning her and the caretakers come in and he keeps asking them why, you know, why did this happen? Why is this happening? And, you know, they basically, you know, say, I'm sorry, da, 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 da. But, you know, we came here because we're looking for our daughter. And then it finally hits him like, oh, my God, my wife killed their child. Yeah, oh, fuck. My oh, wife fuck me. Did, but she took your daughter out on the way. Homie. Exactly. And then it's like, before I can explain anything, luckily Ghost Kid appears and it's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, he takes them up to the red room. And again, the red room door is open. So he takes them up there and, you know, they see her dead body. I mean, it hits them all at once. But, you know, like Wes just said, she shows up in the doorway and she's, Mommy? Right, I mean, it totally cuts down on the awkwardness. Yeah. And that's another thing. That's when it, like, it, it went stale for me. It's like, alright. What? Like, at this point, it's like, if you don't, alright, you know, they see it and then they're like, oh, it's our child. And then he's talking about how he's gonna just, like, break that motherfucker down to the walls and shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he, um... He wants to burn the house down because of the evil that has happened in this house. And it's like, yeah, "Yeah, your wife was part of that too, bro. And, you know, he wants to get rid of this house. But the mother, the caretaker, doesn't want him to. And the dad doesn't either. So they can have time with their ghost child. Exactly. Because, I mean, they've lost a child already. And it's like they just lost their other one that they fought to get, basically. They fought to have her, and they just lost her. Yeah. Again. So, in... They make, like, this this agreement. They pretty much beg him to not... We're gonna hide our daughter's... Yeah. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna bury the bitch in the garden, literally. Yeah. <coughs> not word for word, but... <clears throat> basically, Dad's like, look, I'll bury in the garden, and uh, we won't say anything about this, and uh, just don't burn the house down. Let me and my wife just, like, take care of the house and, you know, don't let anybody else come or nothing, you know, and we'll let it starve. You know, we're giving our point across, but really we want to go see our ghost kid because we can't let go, and she's still here. And, you know, God forbid the house got destroyed, maybe their souls would move on to the other fucking side. <clears throat> Anyhow, no, we can't do that. Because mm-hmm. we're greedy. So, like, I'm going to just bury her in the garden, give her a shallow grave. Like, luckily, she was a recluse You do have a good point life. with that. She was a recluse all her life. So we're already mentally fucked up too because we hid our child from fucking society and then when the child finally did what the child did, fucking broke through yep. she ended up something, getting killed. Yep, something bad happened. Which wasn't the child's fault, but it was, no. you know, like, hey, it kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't. Mm-hmm, that is true. You know? But, but yeah, so. So like. That's that what point, happened that night. Yeah. And then he left the house vacant, locked up. The only people that were ever allowed in that house were the caretakers. And again, coming through the series before you find out what happened, you're wondering like why. why. Like, yeah, why, why wouldn't you just burn it down? And it's like, there is a reason why. Burn it! Burn it! <laughs> but I mean, like, you you did touch on a very good point, though. Like, they, they couldn't let go of it. And it's like, I, I get, I in, get in, that. In actuality, they too are responsible for the daughter's murder or suicide mm-hmm. because i'm talking about the, the the kids that moved in the cranes because they fucking 
kept the house going, and then little little fucking Nelly man, she had mm-hmm. her rear fucking ass back and go in there and get manipulated. And was even worse is she had the mom to help manipulate her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, because she was trying to keep them safe and stuff. I didn't want to keep them safe. No, you literally made it happen. Yeah. Like, every bit of your choices made it fucking happen, and you just made it worse. And then the caretakers made it worse, and then, you know, the dad's like, look, I am I could be, you know, I could get rid of this murder charge here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, nobody ever knows she was here, so, you know... We're good on that, homie. <laughs> and I, I mean, I mean, like to like see. That, go ahead, go ahead. I, I mean, I was just gonna say, like, you know, I, I play into these characters like psyche so much when I watch things like this, which is again another reason why I really like the way Mike Flanagan does TV shows, is because they, to me, it draws me in and gets me attached to these characters because it's like you know, if if you were the dad. And that happened and everything, like, wouldn't you, like, agree with them? Like, okay, so, like, my wife just killed your kid and, like, miraculously somehow this house is letting you be able to see your child. How can, how can I take that away from them? And then also at the same fact, it's like, you know, they're in agreement. like, we're obviously not going to tell anybody what your wife did to our child. And it's like his wife did a horrible thing but at the same time does he really want everybody to know what his wife did sure i can understand that i mean like i said he's they're all guilty here man and then at the end what leads them back to the house is old lukey poo wants to go back and you know burn it down like fucking laurie strode here (laughs) and uh (laughs) basically it doesn't happen he gets trapped in the red room and then the dad and the youngest I mean, not the youngest. I mean, the oldest son yeah. pop up. They fucking go through their shit. Then you know the the daughters show up and they go through their shit. And each time, like they go through something, it's like they're in the room and they're getting manipulated. What happened is like what started first is like Luke gets trapped in there, mm-hmm. and he's all shut up on his shit, on his cranking shit, and he's OD'd. And um, Stevie, Stevie fucking goes in and he goes in and the door shuts and then it goes to his like alternate like reality type thing like the house is like showing them something. His but it's, po- it shows all of them like and I mean they kind of touched on it in the show too that like your past and like your secrets your skeletons in your closet those are your ghosts. So it kind of touches on all of their ghosts. Yeah it's basically like showing them like everything that's fucked them up. Yeah, and they have to confront that. Lo and behold, the youngest, you know, ghost chick, she ends up like pulling them out each each one yep. one by one and stuff. And then like the dad, I don't know what happened. Oh yeah, I know what happens to the dad. He fucking ODs on the pills. Yep. He just he popped a zanny because he was like, oh, they're for his heart. Yeah, his heart, his mm-hmm. zanny hearts. And he fucking he, he fucking ODs so he could be with his wife and shit. Which it I have my own, I have my own theory on that as well. About why the dad died. He bargained. Because they weren't getting let out of that room. Yeah, I could see that. The mom wasn't going to let him. He bargained because... I I still think the the moment that... So, each and every one of them, you know, ha- have their own thing when they're in the red room. And even while they're in the red room, the, the dad has his own thing. 
he, you know, gets, like, sucked into the window by the house. And then he wakes up and he sees his wife. And he has this whole, pee pee stop. He has this whole conversation with her and everything about letting them out. And her whole thing is, as her ghosty self, she doesn't want to be alone. Because she is alone in that house. I mean, hell, when when she woke up that night after she killed Abigail, I think she half expected Abigail to, like, come with her, and she didn't. She went with another ghosty lady. So, the wife is by herself. And I think to get his children out of there, he bargained and took himself out. That would make sense why he pushed out. I mean... Why well, it seemed like he pushed out, but he didn't. He made. He the did it for choice. his children. He made the choice to save his once children. Again, though he has to do everything, man, because once again his wife had to just go and fuck everything mm-hmm. up, man. No offense, but she did, dude. Yeah, she fucking ruined that family brick by brick by trying to save it. Yeah. Because in in her head, you know, like if they left that house, they were all gonna die basically, and if she could have her family and systemically wake them up. By killing them one by one, they'd all stay in that house forever, and that would be their forever house. That's what the mother wanted. Yeah, because she talks about throughout the whole series, like, you know... About having a forever house. It's like, bitch, you got too addicted to fucking houses as a child. You had a house obsession fetish, and you met the house of your nightmares. I don't know, I'm sorry, I meant to... Well, I was giving you the same energy this fucking show gave me as far as, like, when it just went off the rails at the end. See, you think it went off the rails, and I just, I, I don't. Oh, it did, because basically Daddy, after after Daddy sacrifices himself and they all get out. Yep. You see a fucking Hallmark fucking TV moment. Well, well, let, let's talk about it. So, he, um, so Daddy... Gets the red room opened. Be- again, because he made a choice that you don't yet know, but he made that choice. And the red room opens up. And in the meantime, they've gotten Luke back to somewhat consciousness, but he definitely needs to go to the fucking hospital. And, you know, each of them have dealt with their demons and they've pulled themselves out. So, like, Stevie's whole thing was like his marriage with his wife and the fact that he got a vasectomy. And she didn't know about it. And he had to confront that. Theo had to... Con- what what was it? The- Theo's was... Uh, we know what Shirley's was because we already touched on that. That she had an affair and her husband didn't know about it. And then with Theo's... What was... What, we just fucking watched it. What was Theo's? Do what? What was Theo's demon like? Like in the Red Room. What was what was her ghost? The fact that she was hiding what was it like? Um Well she had that scene where she what she did with the little girlfriend thing deal. Mm-hmm. But it was about feeling and shit the whole time, remember? Like, yeah. It's, it's, her whole thing was like having She couldn't feel anything while she was in that room. Yeah. And, like, her whole thing is, like, she's very sensitive, as in, like, she touches shit, she, you know, paranormal shit. Yeah, she she can feel things, and, like, I think that's, like, what kind of made her realize, like, you know, this is not fucking real. 
because like her little girlfriend was like you know put putting all these words on her and she's like you know just you know don't worry about it don't worry about it just enjoy me just enjoy me and when she had touched her she couldn't feel anything but then all of a sudden all these hands start coming across her and everything and then nelly you know like all the rest of them nelly pulled each one of them out and then once they're out they see ghost nelly and ghost nelly keeps saying all this shit and they don't understand it and then finally shirley what what i forgot what she asked but shirley had asked some question and that's when nelly's blabber started making sense and they started understanding like you know we're we're fucked up yes but we don't have to be fucked up like they can learn from it and they can get better and they can make amends with their ghost and then all around that all of that falls into the fact that you know dad makes his decision red room opens and they all come out and everything and they get luke in the car uh shirley and theo are gonna take him to the hospital and you know they're waiting on steve and dad and the dad's like you know yeah you know like me and steve will be there da 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 so then they take you at that point did you know the dad was dead what point like when they left to take like everything was over and they were taking luke to the hospital and the dad and steve stayed behind so the dad could tell steve what actually happened yeah when they were going through the story yeah i knew he was dead okay because i mean why else would it show it like that i mean it yeah. wasn't like steve was already out of the red room i mean why was he having a flashback like that it mm-hmm. was, to me it, it, yeah that was just me i mean but no i'm sorry i was trying to look up this guy that created this shit and i'm just wouldn't really find anything that i like We got a stink. Oh, yeah? Yep. Are oh, you actually going to take care of your stink? Yeah. Take care of your own around here. Oh, man, he landed on you. No wonder why, dude. That was all up on you. I was wondering where you're getting up. I'm like, what, the fucking damn audio or something? Fuck up? No, like... No, it was a stink. It's a fucking stink! And I'm drowning him in paint. Don't say that, man. Fucking Peter come after our goddamn ass. Yeah, come after me about a fucking stink. Dude, that's Tennessee State bird, man. Come on. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm surprised it didn't scream. I know, right? You played that pretty calm. I think <laughs> Thank it's you. Pissed, like, Thank you. Like, a stink. I'm like, I, I tried to keep my composure and maintain calmness so it wouldn't freak out and come get me. Wait, Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson. I ain't the bitch that fucking... No. No, it ain't her, is it? She's wrote a few things, a few things in the horror realm. Hang on, I'm sorry. Keep talking. I'm gonna look this up here. She, I th- and I think too. I think Hill House was Didn't wrote in write. the 30s. Yeah, she did. She wrote the fucking lottery. I knew it. I knew it. when you said that name earlier. I was like in my head. I'm like, he's that the lady that wrote the lottery. I'm like, I want to look that up. And then <laughs> I just I I popped in my head after I was looking up. Oh, Mikey. Oh, Mikey, Mister. I can't make a fucking movie or TV series that I've I've liked. But hey, you know, teaches their own. Teaches their own on that one, okay? Don't put Hallmark fucking endings in fucking horror shows or psychological horror shows and we'll be well, alright. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you this, you know, without diving too much into it. So, obviously, Mike Flanagan is like Netflix's new 
quote-unquote horror guy. So, you know, he also has the haunting of Bly Manor, which pulls from two different stories. Two well, different... I'm not fucking with that one. Well, what I was going to say about that one is it does not have a happy ending. Well, fuck, maybe I should watch that one first because, I mean, I'm sorry, like, and, and a I lot don't of... want happy endings in horror movies. Like, that's why they're horror movies. And see, that, that's my... Mike Flanagan. That's my other thing with Bly Manor. I don't think Bly Manor's horror. I just think it's a tragic fucking tale because it does not have a good ending. It really does not. I mean, even... Even ultimately, so there's there's a lesbian relationship without diving too much into it. There's a lesbian relationship in there and it somewhat survives. But again, mental illness. Mental illness kills the relationship. Meaning one of them takes it's themselves like out. A, it's like a fucking drama is what you're talking about here. Yeah. That's what that's what this movie felt like. It wasn't really a horror. Like, it, call it a horror drama all you want. No, literally, it was all drama with, like, some psychological and, like, PG horror in it. I'm sorry. Like, I... There's, like, to, to me... I felt like this could have been a fucking NBC Fox series. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, uh, an, another thing about Blind Manor, too, is, um... The effects are better. There's nothing in there really that's well, it ought to be. gimmicky. It's after he fucking did this, yeah. I mean, surely to God he got fucking critiqued some, like to do something right. Yeah. But it is much because it pulls that's from fine. the same story as the turning pulled oh, okay. from. So he's like Rob Zombie, but he's not fucking Rob Zombie. What did you look up, Flanagan? Just the way he does shit. Like, he, he's, like... He tries to take... I guess, like, with, like... Uh, no, I was reading, like, the, the uh, Shirley Jackson shit. You know? And I was reading a little bit more like that. And to me, it feels like he just kind of took his spin on it. Like, I'd probably actually like to read that book, but... Yeah, I, I, I have not Like, from what little I felt... I, I mean, I could be completely wrong. Maybe he fucking stuck to it or something. I, I don't know. I know the book is very different. And he he likes to put... He likes to put his own spin on things. And also, too, I, I noticed, like, he he keeps the same characters. He does. Um, Another Rob Zombie take, but no, like, it just feels like he's putting a spin on shit. Yeah, with Midnight Mass, there's only a few characters in there. So, like, the dad from Hill House is in there, and Theo is in there, and Stevie's wife is in there. And I... Th- and, uh... The caretaker Horace, he's in there as well. See, there you go. Damn, PP, you all right, bro? Bless you, PP. PP's having a sneeze attack. Damn dust. Look at him. He got damn dust on his freaking head. That's right. Get it off. But I mean, like, I, I really, on. I really enjoy his work. I don't. I'm sorry. Like this, it makes sense. Like he did Doctor Sleep, and but that is one that I. I, I don't that, like... That was better than this, but once again, though, I mean... No, I, I hated Dr. Sleep. Way better than this. No, I'm that sorry. Had a better... Just, I'm sorry, like the Hallmark fucking ending. I mean, people probably like... People love this, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like... If we did an overrated TV series, like... Countdown, like horror <laughs> TV series, this would definitely be there. I mean, hell, fuck, what time are we working with right now? Uh... We're actually at an hour and 11 minutes. Oh, shit. Well, then we need to cut the shit short, then. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess that's, that's my thoughts on it. And 
And I mean, you know, I, I fucking love the show. I just, I wasn't a fan. She loved it. And I guess we gave her our thoughts and we gave an hour 11 of it. Mm-hmm. An hour and 11 of it. You know, maybe we might, who, who knows? Who, I mean, who's who's to, to say? This, we're going to try to watch this Hemlock Grove next. So, like, we'll see, yeah. like, if, you know, I'll watch it through. We'll, we might, might do another one on that. I'm There's like, three either, seasons of it. Fuck, there is, right? So, it's not, well, I guess we can't really do one on that because I'll just take a lot. I mean, you could do an episode of each season if you wanted to. I mean, we could, I guess. If you wanted to, see how far we make it. I mean, I've only watched two seasons. Never watched the third because, like, I had Netflix and then I didn't have Netflix. But, you know, another story. I'll tell you what. If we watch the first season and it interests me enough to watch the second season, then we'll do an episode on the first season and then we'll power through. Yeah. But it's got to it's gotta be better than fucking Blind Manor. We're not Blind Manor, fucking Hill House. I was I, gonna say, you know, may, maybe well, both. We might. Obviously, like I'm not watching fucking Blind Manor because <laughs> I'm not putting myself through another bit of this fucking bullshit. Okay, I, I can respect that. I'm I'll, sorry, like I mean, I'll, unless, en- I'll enjoy Mike Flanagan shows on my own. I suppose, like I have been from the beginning. I mean, I'm sorry, like I just I can't trust it. 